Hello, and welcome to the Money Marketing Podcast. I'm Kimberly Dondo, Digital Content Manager. And in this week's Weekend Essay Podcast, we have editor Tom Brown as he unpacks a recent spat between Monty Python legends, Eric Idle and John Cleese, revealing insights into their history of conflicts and shedding light on financial challenges faced by Idle at 80. Take it away, Tom. Last week, a distressing spat erupted on X, formerly Twitter. Distressing, that is, for those of us with a fondness for classic British comedy. The row was between ex-Monty Python stars Eric Idle and John Cleese. The first salvo was launched by Idle, who said of Cleese that he bullied Jonesy, Python member Terry Jones. I always felt ashamed that we did nothing. When asked by his followers if Cleese was really a bully, Idle replied, totally, still is, before adding, I haven't seen Cleese in seven years. This prompted another to say that it made him feel sad, to which Idle replied, Why? It makes me happy. Not to be outdone, Cleese responded by writing, We always loathed and despised each other, but it's only recently that the truth has begun to emerge, although he later claimed this was a joke. Given Monty Python's reputation as serial bickerers and wind-up merchants, it's probably best to take this latest flare-up with a pinch of salt. Indeed, The group had its first serious rift way back in 1973, when Cleese walked out of their hugely popular TV show. Michael Palin's candid diaries, meanwhile, are full of complaints about Graham Chapman's drinking and Cleese's overbearing nature. The climax was probably Cleese's deadpan eulogy to Chapman at his memorial service in 1989, which contained the immortal line, Good riddance to him, the freeloading bastard, I hope he fries. All good fun and games. What is serious, however? and the revelation that sparked the original row, is Idol's claim that he still needs to earn money at the age of 80. I don't know why people always assume we're loaded, he wrote. I have to work for my living. Not easy at this age. Such a statement is unlikely to reassure those already reeling from the report earlier this month that the state pension age should rise to 71 by 2050 to maintain the status quo of workers per retiree. After all, you might reasonably ask, If Eric Idle is having to work at 80, what does that mean for me? So, how has this happened? In the same tweet, Idle wrote, Python is a disaster, while dismissing Spamalot as something that made money 20 years ago. Given that Spamalot, the stage version of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and the creative brainchild of Idle and musician John Duprez, made over $175 million in its initial run, that's a lot of money to get through in 20 years. Nor is that all. The show has been revived numerous times since, and is currently playing on Broadway and in London. Even without that little side hustle, what about all the cash generated by Monty Python? Lest we forget, we're talking about one of the most successful comedy acts in history, a group often dubbed the Beatles of comedy. According to Idol, we own everything we ever made in Python, and I never dreamed that at this age the income streams would tail off so disastrously. This he seemed to blame on manager Holly Gilliam, ex-Python Terry Gilliam's daughter, writing, I guess if you put a Gilliam child in as your manager, you should not be so surprised. One Gilliam is bad enough. Two can take out any company. Whatever the truth of these allegations, and Cleese, with the apparent support of Michael Palin and Terry Gilliam, has robustly defended Holly, it's a pretty rum state of affairs. But above all, It stands as a cautionary tale that even the most apparently prosperous and successful people can fall victim to poor financial planning and decision-making. Although Idol's own arrangements are a matter of speculation, 
Millionaires tend to go bust for the same reasons as anyone else. Mismanagement, bad investments, and losing a primary stream of income. The money generated by Spamalot, for example, may well have been affected by the case brought in 2013 by Mark Forstater, producer of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, over unpaid royalties, which Forstater won. As for Monty Python, Idle himself has admitted that although it still generates some cash, it's not enough to keep me on the beaches. The takeaway? If things dry up, you'd better be prepared. While nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, with the right planning, financial problems should be easier to anticipate. Thanks, Tom, for another illuminating weekend essay podcast. We do hope that you enjoyed it. Please do keep up to date with all our new releases via Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. You can also keep up to date with all our new content published on the Money Marketing website, as well as our print edition, Money Marketing Magazine. So make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. See you next time.